0: Welcome to the Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. And we are not moms. Hashtag not a mom. Hashtag not a mom. But we did just, uh, the U.S. Moms Day has just passed. Has just since passed. Just since passed. Um, And in order to, we don't release on Sundays. So, and it's always on a Sunday. Um, So, we figured, Good enough. Like. Good Tuesday, good enough. Good
1: enough, like a last-minute happy birthday text that you almost forgot to send.
0: Yeah, I love. Can I say I love a belated birthday? I'm like, you like because nowadays I feel like there's like notifications and yes, the internet lets yes. you know. Which honestly, like, I appreciate. Thank you very much. Um, if Zuckerberg gave us anything, it-, it really helped with my birthday game. Um, but I do appreciate just like a like a a March. Like oh my god I forgot your birthday, that, for me that like that took some like I don't know a takes like a little bit more effort to be like oh my god oh fuck happy belated birthday.
1: Yeah so. I don't mind a belated as well. Um I do get a little salty if I hear nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um you know yeah who it you depends are. on actually you don't know peeps. who you are because you still haven't wished me happy birthday. Oh my god you
0: fucker. Yeah, it depends on the person. Like, if I haven't talked to you in like five years, I'm good. It's fine. Yeah,
1: that's true. But, like, if I've been friends with you for over a decade and you forgot my birthday yes. and still we're in May and you still haven't wished me a happy birthday and your birthday just passed and I wished you a happy birthday, mm. even Ooh. though I said I wouldn't,
0: but that's not the kind of person no. I am. we're right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, well, you I've don't, again, it.
0: you don't know who you are because you're one,
1: not listening to this, two, still forgot that you never said anything to me on my birthday.
0: You fucking ghoul! <laughs> you ghoul! You ghoul! You slimer! <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? you so you slimy bastard! Okay, um, we are gonna do an episode <laughs> with our favorite. I did. I realize my list is pretty much just TV moms, but it's gonna be TV, tel- movies. Yeah, I think cinema. I. Cinema. I have a
1: couple of movies. It's it's your mom ma- or favorite moms, uh, like moms, moms and daughters, uh, of TV and film. Yes. you're you know in the uh, in the pop culture of it all
0: yes they yeah. can be um we didn't limit ourselves to just fictional characters um nope. at all no nope. and um yeah so it's gonna be fun i'm excited we're, pro- we're probably overlap i would imagine a maybe little bit a and few. if we do
1: that's fine i know because we, I also we make the rules. have an
0: observation on some of these um like sitcom like formulas okay. and i okay. and it's something i enjoy um okay. And I think that'll be a fun thing to talk about.
1: Yes, but, so okay, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll, And this isn't just like a these is this is a list of our favorite moms and daughters. This is a list of our favorite moms. It's a these are lists of perhaps what we call our favorite moms, moms and daughters. But instead of telling you all about them, what we're gonna do is um, just sort of riff about why these relationships appeal to us what about these moms and daughters like speaks to us um
0: yeah Yeah. and I apologize my um my not mom not daughter slash husband is currently doing some dishes in the kitchen right now so you might hear a couple oh great okay
1: I'm also old so my ears don't uh, work as well, (laughs) but I still cannot hear a thing.
0: I'll try to cut that. I'll try to EQ cut that out. We'll see how that works. That's
1: fine. It's nice though. The dishes in the background, not being done by you, you drinking out of a Mr. Right mug. Katie has a mug that the last few times we've recorded, she's drinking out of a mug that says Mr. Right. And there is 100% everything right about it. I love it.
0: (laughs) It's such a good mug. It's such a good size mug. Like I just love a, it. I like love tea. It's such Ugh. a
1: flex. It's such a flex for for <laughs> this beautiful bitch to be drinking out of a Mr. <laughs> right mug. There's everything right about it. I love it. I live laugh love it.
0: Oh god. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm excited. I have no idea. I'm just going to do mine in the order that I wrote mine yeah, down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if any of yours are one of mine, we'll just cool, cool, cool. If any yeah. of mine are any of yours, again, we'll just be like, "Oh my god, me too."
0: Oh. Uh, I started with one that I don't think is going to overlap because okay. it was like a little bit of a different generation oh, thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I kind of realized I did
1: mine sort of in the way that I relate to them most.
0: Ooh. So interesting. we'll unpack that too. I love that. There'll
1: be some, some unpacking, like a, a long after your trip is done,
0: <laughs> we'll unpack like the suitcase. Like the last few socks that you forgot yes. to take out of the suitcase. <laughs> okay. Who wants to go first? You. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. um, Okay. So uh, my first uh, is going to be of the Gilmore Girls <gasps> television show, oh. which was A huge in my last. Okay. This was guys, kids. Listen, this was back before there was anything called the CW. It was the WB. Yes. Y'all. Yeah. The WB. One Tree Hill. WB. Um, so this is the Gilmore Girls and it's Lorelai Gilmore and then Rory Gilmore, her daughter. Um, and I, this, the show aired in like 2000, 2007, I think the ending was real rough. And then they had a reboot, like Gilmore Girls, like the seasons right. or something. I don't know. Um, Netflix watched it. Of course it did. Um, texted with my childhood best friend, uh-huh. uh, and because... I literally, this was back in the like, Dahlia up. Um, can I come over? Like, come over Let's go watch it. And then, so of course I had a text her. We would go over to each other's houses and watch the show. Um, okay. So for me, I, it's this is the sweetest sugariest one I have, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. Um, but I enjoyed it cause I enjoy It's Amy Sherman Palladino which um, is the same uh, creator, producer of uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So if you're familiar with Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that's more recent. The tempo and the timing and the meter of the dialogue, very, very similar. Something I think that she is famous for is how quick-witted quick and quickly her characters speak back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I just really, I really, really enjoyed that. I related to um, kind of the rapid pace Mm -hmm. between the mother and Mm -hmm. the daughter. And I do remember vividly my dad going to my mom like oh my god that's you and Katie <laughs> <laughs> Been like that's y'all and wow like he once described it as kind of like a hurricane uh, where it's uh-huh. like you gotta like like a double dutch you gotta like jump in Um, <clears throat> so those two and then okay this so is something else and I will keep mentioning this but I also really so Lorelai the mother played by uh, Lauren Graham Rory was played uh, by Alexis Bledel and then I'm going to add in an honorable mention because there is a grandmother aspect okay. to this, which was played by Kelly Bishop and the dynamic, which is so true of um, like, if you look at it, analyze it from like a psychological aspect, there's this like where the pathology skips a generation to so the relationship uh-huh. typically between a grandmother and a granddaughter is a completely different relationship than the mother and daughter right. um, relationship usually. And so they portray that. Uh, Amy Sherman Palladino does a great job um, of portraying that and I just I kind of go a little bit more towards the snarky realistic relationships than the sugary sweets. I do know that there are are some true real life like mother daughter relationships that are like pretty fine and kind uh-huh. of friendy bestie friendy uh-huh, uh-huh. Um but I think I can relate a little bit more to the uh, Lorelei and her mother relationship. Not so much. It's a little bit of an extreme. But there's uh, there's like more judgment. There's more passing right. of judgment and a little bit less understanding. Granted, also in the series, if you've never seen it, Lorelai, something else I enjoyed, Lorelai um, had Rory at 16. Yeah. So those themes kept popping up. And the way that they talked about it. Um wasn't really in a shaming way, which I really enjoyed. It was a refreshing take, especially for the two thousands, because mm-hmm. y'all I still feel like that was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty one years ago. Oh my god, y'all could drink. Oh, you babys born in two thousand. Oh, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> uh, um but I I don't know, I enjoyed that kind of refreshing take on um how successful and independent mm-hmm. uh the two the female characters were. It wasn't There was a lot of male drama, of course, but um, it wasn't centered around that. It was centered around the dynamic of the two main female leads. Right.
1: And I enjoyed it. Right. I liked it. I, too, watched Gilmore Girls. I watched it sporadically when it was Mm -hmm. on. Like, I knew of it. Hope not
0: sporadically.
1: Hope not sporadically. Um, I, I knew of it. I knew the gist, but I I didn't watch it closely enough to know all the characters, all the drama, all the ins and yeah. outs. And then when the reboot happened, um, I watched the whole thing start to finish. And I had never I had never watched the whole series, and I, I watched <sighs> the whole series. Um, enjoyed it mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Did not relate at all. <laughs> that is not the kind of relationship I ha- I had with my mom. But I put. A lot of that down to the relationship that uh, Lorelai and Rory had was because, well, one of the reasons why they had such a friendly mother-daughter relationship was the age gap.
0: It was very yeah. small. She was, you know, yeah. a teenager and when she And single mom as yeah. well. So there's like a different kind of dynamic there.
1: Um, my mother was literally twice Lorelai's age mm. when she had me. My mom had me when um, she was 32.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Which I'm for, for,
1: for, oh, well, for back yeah, in like my 31. day, though, no, that was, that was real, yeah. that was older. Yeah. That was advanced for Did you know the late my 70s. my grandmother
0: had, my grandmother had my mom when she was in her 40s? No. They, and they legit, the doctor was like, listen, you're probably going to die. <laughs> Jesus. Incorrect. She was fine. Um, but yeah, I yeah, was like, I, I forget about that. And I'm like, oh my God, my grandparents, like. They were older, yeah, um, much older parents, yes. and then they had it. Then she had another one. Then she had oh my, my god, my that's aunt. right, crazy, that's yeah, wild. Gives me hope. Well,
1: I mean, freeze of freeze eggs. Um, I mean, we have choices now.
0: I now mean, we have options. You younger girls have happen. choices now.
1: <laughs> I chose not to, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I did not have a friend mm. relationship with my mom. I had yeah. a... We'll get into it more, but I mean, I had a good relationship with my mom. We were very close, Um, but she was my mom, not my friend. Mm -hmm. And there was a brief time when, surprise, surprise, the teenage years happened, and I did what teenagers do. I started to pull away, and I started to rebel, and started to push my parents away, which I think Mm is fairly typical for your teen years. Um, And I remember her getting sad and there were a lot of guilt trips Mm. um and a lot of like overheard conversations i had because my mom wonderful woman did not always um understand or respect boundaries yeah so she used to tell other people how sad i made her that i didn't want to hang out with her anymore no and i sat her down one day and i was like look you're not my friend Mm. I will never say, my mom is my best friend, because you're not my best friend. Yeah. Um, I talk about, like, real rotted shit with my best friend. <laughs> like, my best friend knows a side of me that, you know, other people don't.
0: You're um, not allowed allowed to know. You're not allowed me. to
1: know. You shouldn't know. It's not good for yeah. you to know. And I also mm-hmm. don't have the same respect for my best friend that I have for my mother. Like, right. you're my mom. That's a different yeah. category. You're in a different... You're at a higher level than everybody yeah. else. Higher tier. Uh, higher tier. <laughs> and part of that tier needs to have that separation between church and state. I was kidding, so Yeah. <laughs> you you know. Like you, I don't want to talk about, I my, you know, my, my mom was also an older, from an older generation. My mom was a boomer. Yeah. Um, I'm a Gen X. Um, <laughs> but um, we did not have that. Also, my mom, culturally, different culture. She grew up in she, Mexico. Mm-hmm. She came to the US as a teenager, but for the most part, her values were all much more conservative mm-hmm. than the, the ones I grew up with. Yeah. Um, so we did not talk about sex. Like, I never got the talk. I got a book. I
0: yeah. got a
1: book and like a hearty like clap on the shoulder.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> like, I watched good my luck, mom kids. rented me a cartoon. From the library that was like, where do I come from? Because there was a book. And then there was an animated cartoon that I were watching. I got a
1: book about, like, puberty and stuff. Um, And that was it. And there were never any questions. Like, never any, like, do you have any questions? Or got (laughs) anything you're worried about? Anything you want to talk about? Because it was just assumed I wouldn't have sex.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, that that was the
1: assumption, which was great. Like, oh, so you're going to send me into a relationship? Green. No nothing, a blank VHS tape. Um, plot twist. Bo- I uh, I had sex. Booking a
0: in book a tampon. Yeah. Oh, it's I was. I was. I was not allowed to use. Yeah, not allowed to use tamps. I wasn't either. And I mean, I got. I was so mad. It was just that teenage like. What do you mean? I can't use this? I wanted to go to. It was a beach day. I'll never forget. And then I tried, and then I immediately regretted. Oh yeah. Plot so twist. Badly. The moment she told me not to use them, <laughs> I went out and bought them. Mm hmm. Be- I mean. I did not insert it correctly. It was probably hanging. I did not a, a I did not understand. Three quarters of that yeah. was hanging outside of my vagina and I didn't know what was going on.
1: I did not understand
0: that cross section <laughs> drawing. Um I was just like, Oh too my god, it scared to me you. so much. And then I read T I read the Toxic Shock and I could not I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna wind up in the hospital and my mom's gonna know I used this tampon. Yeah. And I'm gonna be in so much trouble. I'm done for. <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it as a television, a television program, Mm -hmm. but that's not, I didn't relate to it. It was cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was like, oh, I love that for them.
0: Yeah. But
1: that's not the kind of relationship I think I would have liked. I would have been very uncomfortable. Excuse me. I got the hiccups. I would have been very uncomfortable
0: discussing
1: some of the things they discuss in the way they discuss them, um, with my mom.
0: Yeah, my mom and I had some some blurred lines, some Robin Thick blurred lines <laughs> in there for a while. But we it's kind of gone. Our relationship has kind of just changed. Yeah. It's kind of metamorphosized in so many different, like, uh, yeah, formations yeah. and, yeah, different. So, yeah, there was definitely a part of that. Um, my mom's also, like, open, like, too open sometimes. Mm. Where I'm like, ooh, mm. Don't need to know that. I couldn't ever whole need life to know that. that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have um, older siblings either, so mm-hmm. my older cousins were kind of like my siblings. And there was one in particular who told me everything that I wasn't supposed to know uh. about everything. So I, um, <laughs> I was exposed to a lot, probably <laughs> before I should have been. And like, yeah. not that he was ever inappropriate with me, but he was four years older.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's a big gap when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. um so like he basically gave me my sex talk oh yeah like everything i learned i learned from him yeah because he like it, he was not into into girls uh yeah so there was no danger of us i'll put it this way when we played doctor there was medical billing involved yeah <laughs> yeah there was a billing Insurances department. yeah yeah we played doctor, like we had to chart things. and I like, had to, you got an HMO? I had, sorry. I had to learn coding. Yeah, I had to learn like medical billing coding and stuff like that. So our relationship was not uh, inappropriate. It, but, you know, he was older. We don't accept
0: Kaiser. Sorry. Oh, I'm so
1: sorry. We're not a PPO. It's an HMO. We're gonna have to, I don't need an authorization. Um, yeah, so our relationship was not inappropriate. But yeah. he told me about stuff. I had questions sometimes. So I'd be like, hey, like, how does that work? What's, what's going yeah. on? What's what's this about? And he would just <laughs> say, like, this is this, this is that. This goes in there. And sometimes this happens. I'd be like, oh, gross. <laughs> Boys, are Boys are gross.
0: Boys are Um Yeah, so that's my first one.
1: Okay, my first one is probably the one I relate to the most. Um, they are Patty and Angela Chase from <gasps> My So-Called Life. <gasps> I happen to know their names. It's Bess Armstrong and Claire Danes. Oh. Um, a a slightly ethnic twist on that was very mm-hmm. much my relationship with my mom growing up, like as a teenager. Um, yeah. My ma'am did not go to high school here. She went to high school in Mexico. By the time she came here, she had already completed it and was too old for the school, the high school system here. Mm-hmm. So. She did not have the Patty Chase prom queen reputation that it it wasn't that angle, but my mom was very pretty, very charming, Mm -hmm. very smart, very likable, and was very much a spotlight person. Yeah. Some people have it. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. I never wanted it. Um, (laughs) So I was fine with it. Like most of my friends tend to be performers present company included um not that you are that same kind of like Michigan J frog hello my baby hello my darling like in normal life but part of your (laughs) part of your being is that you you have you are a performer so at some point you do get up on stage and you are in the spotlight um and a lot of my closest friends are either musicians performers of some sort or hams Mm. I love mm-hmm. a big old juicy Easter ham. Big old honey baked ham. Gimme all them honey baked hams, because I <laughs> live for it. I am an amazing side dish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I am a
1: complimentary appetizer. Like I yeah. Yes. Um but I think that like Patty, my mom saw my like shyness and kind of uh uh-huh unwillingness, unwillingness to be in the spotlight as like, Oh, she's going to regret this. Cause I had such a good time. Oh. I need her. I need to push her to do it. And the harder she pushed me to do it, the harder I dug my heels in and didn't want to do it. Yes. So like Angela, I didn't do, um, grunge, but uh, cause back in my day, it was goth,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know, all black, uh, long black hair that always hung in my face. So like nobody would see me like everything mm-hmm. I could do to be
0: invisible. Um, Have you ever seen the Incredibles? I'm picturing yes. you as like Violet. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. That's your vibe. A little bit. Uh, a little bit of the vibe. Um,
1: not so form fitting outfits, but yes. Um, <laughs> so, and even that, like even the weight, like I was a heavy kid and my mom meaning very well, would try to tell me like Mm. you should exercise you shouldn't eat so much don't you want to look nice and and it's like don't i already look nice yeah um with how i look right so but it was all from a very well-meaning place Mm -hmm. and she just wanted me to have the best experience which she assumed was the experience she had or would have wanted to have
0: her experience not
1: understanding that like ooh. That that shoe might not fit yeah this this sasquatch. Different different <laughs> different different <laughs> yes, different shirt. you different, different Yeah, needs. you were a stylish pump. I was a beat up all star converse kind of vibe. So or a Doc Martin,
0: if you will. I was gonna say Doc, Doc Martin. So you are a like classic classic black Dark Mart yes. Doc Martin. Eight hole Doc it. Martin.
1: Um I'm sorry if everybody can hear this. I'm trying to keep my headphones from sliding off my head um but we did have clashes like patty and angela i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they of course were dramatized and condensed for you know wrapped up for tv but i very much related when i first started watching my so-called life i was like
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) other people do this too so and then there was also like a little bit Okay, and I was telling Katie this, I think we talked a little bit about this, that it is no surprise that the kinds of mother-daughter relationships I was drawn to with things like this list, like what I'm interested Mm -hmm. in seeing, are the ones, of course, that I can relate to. And those are the ones where there's more tension, where there might be a little more, not dark in a sinister way, but dark in a way that people don't always want to acknowledge exists
0: yeah yeah yeah. very normal very natural yeah
1: experienced by many but not always acknowledged
0: yeah people really want to button it up and like make pretend that life is a facebook post yes but she's not like i know y'all i know five seconds before you were posting that you were probably screaming at them kids yeah Mm. You're like, thank you so much for making mm-hmm. me a mom. Shut up, Patrick. I know that that's happening. <laughs> I ex- I experienced that. Right. I experienced that. And I don't know why. If you don't get down, this hello? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> when the mom picks up the phone, right in the middle of yelling at you. Yes. You're like, who, da- who does, bitch? <laughs> yeah. So
1: there there was a, a certain, what I liked about the Patty and Angela relationship was Patty, the Patty kind of trying to correct Angela. not mm. Well, yeah, she was. She was trying to correct her and make her prettier. Make mm-hmm. her like more like she was.
0: Yeah, like soften her. Soften her up. A little bit. Yeah. Make
1: her a little more generic pretty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Angela, every time her mom did it, she thought so much of what her mom, she cared so much about what her mom thought that every critique which was meant but her mom meant in a good way mm-hmm. felt like a punch in the stomach to Angela because yeah. this person who's so perfect and so pretty and has it so easy feels so awful about this like troll of a daughter that she has this like, what was Shrek's wife's name? Fiona. Oh, Fiona. She, yeah. Like the, she cannot believe that Fiona is her daughter that yeah. she has to try to correct me. She has to try mm-hmm. to, like, fix me because she can't stand that, like, someone as flawed as me as her daughter. And I felt that a lot as a kid. Oh, I understand as an adult that that was never what my mom intended. And mm-hmm. I also never doubted how much my mom loved me. She told me all the time. Um, and my mom had really wanted to have a bigger family, but they couldn't. And so it took yeah. them six, seven years before they had me. So... Mm -hmm. I knew, like, I was wanted, I was loved, and I never felt otherwise, but when my mom would, in a well-meaning way, try to tell me not to wear something, or like, hey, maybe Mm -hmm. you don't want to wear that, um, it felt like a really harsh criticism, like, you think I'm ugly, you think I'm fat, you think I'm disgusting, you can't believe, you don't want people to know I'm your daughter, like, you're embarrassed, that mm. people will know. Like I came from, I sprung from your loins. Maybe sometimes because I said things like sprung from your loins <laughs> also. But, um, and then there was like a little bit of envy coming from both sides. Right. Mom envying that her daughter is in what her mom considered her prime. Ah,
0: okay. Like I not realizing you. like
1: you're a really, you're still a really attractive woman. You're just in your forties now. Yeah. Um, but, she thought her most successful time, like her blossoming point was her high school experience. So oh, okay. She, like she being a little envious of like, now she gets to do it. Right. She's kind of fucking it up. Oh. <laughs> you know, like she dyed her hair <laughs> like bright red. She's like kind of fucking it up. And then Angela being a little jealous of her mom's high school experience. Like she got right. to, it was so easy for her. She just, she was just so pretty mm-hmm. and so likable. Like she didn't have to, quietly like you know long after a jordan catalano in the hallway the jordan catalanos went to her right so that there's envy or like kind of some feelings of envy coming from both sides that they don't even realize or like oh you guys don't even know yeah you guys don't know crazy
0: it is so like i have an older sister and my older sister was the mom in my so-called life Like, Mm. and my mom had a hard time with that because my sister was like prom queen and co-captain of the cheerleading squad and like super pretty and like super popular. And she was like one of the popular girls. And my mom was not that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom wasn't uh, Angela Chase, but my mom was very buttoned up, Mm -hmm. very studious, Mm -hmm. um, very pretty, but so she didn't realize yeah. how pretty she was yeah um and so she had a very and she had a mom that will we'll get to on my list <laughs> that I'm imagining is what my Ukrainian grandmother was like um didn't sound that fun um but very critical and yeah. like kind of kind of similar to the dynamic of like what are you doing mm-hmm. why are you wearing those clothes right why are you doing that that's not how you should dress your body or um like meant did in meant it in sort of a nice way but it was also like left my mom feeling like oh my god I'm just this like hideous beast I right. suppose like my thighs are so huge my mom right. you know is basically telling me I'm I'm this gigantic like sporty girl that's never gonna be attractive uh-huh. and all I do is study Um. so then watching that in reverse like I always had the weird mom so I was always confused by the normal mom right <laughs> like and I think that's also why I might relate a little bit more realizing to Lorelai because mm-hmm. she was kind of the weird mom there wasn't a church element there was a very it was a very like secular home and that was totally right. like our house right um and so like the yeah the normal like cool like used to be a cheerleader mom I was like what is that life? like who is this person like she's just chill yeah. she's just like kind of normal <laughs> she wears normal clothes She's not wearing Doc Martens and long skirts oh, and banana earrings. That was my mom. I got to find. There's a great. There was a, there was a classic outfit that my mom used to wear, which was bright, like electric blue. I mean, I mean, honestly, like get it, girl. But it was sort of like growing up as a teen. You're like, oh, my God. She would wear this these bright electric bl- blue, like Doc Martens. She would wear a blue, long blue skirt with like marigold kind of color flowers mm-hmm. on them. uh mm-hmm. A long, drapey, like marigold, um, like sweater, very, very '90s, and then like rolled up sleeves. It was like oversized, right? And then these banana earrings, and her bangs, and her hair. Um, But like having that—that is very. That's not. That's not a Kelly Bishop. That's not an Emily Gilmore. No, and see,
1: and I would say like, oh my god, I would have loved that. But no, of course not. Whatever your mom is like as a teenager, you're gonna hate it doesn't matter exactly yeah it doesn't matter my my mom was great my mom like was funny and she thought most of what I did was fine there were a couple of things that you know were sticking points with us growing up but for the most part like my mom was pretty chill
0: yeah
1: you know strict but you know not overly so or anything yeah but I was mortified by my mom all the time why because I was a teenage girl it didn't matter it didn't matter matter that other people liked the way she dressed and thought she
0: was fun it was like oh, you just don't understand yeah, it's yeah I th- and I think that is also too like I definitely I didn't have like the oh my god I'm best friends with my parents all the time but I saw I got to like kind of witness I got my own little tv sitcom mm-hmm. with like how like how like because my sister did the classic like don't talk to me like when she's like at the football game my parents are coming up to like talk to her right and I kind of witnessed that so then I didn't really do that Quite as intensely. Uh-huh. So I think that there was a little bit more. Of like a friendly. A a, camar- like a little bit more of a chill. Like we definitely had our fights. Don't right. get me wrong. Our house was loud and screaming all the time. But it was less like. Um, I think I was a little bit nicer. To my parents in
1: public. Than like my <laughs> well, sister was. But I think that that's also. Fairly typical. Like they. they like there's that.
0: Yeah kind of, the baby.
1: That the you know kind of you know thought way of thinking that the the youngest kid's got it the easiest because the parents went through all the growing pains with the older like, yeah kind of like the eldest will have the sort worst out a little because, bit yeah they'll have the strictest parents the most uptight like nervous parents yeah. and by the time kid number three comes around like yeah
0: don't crack your and head open so, like and oh it's fine God. It's so weird because my, because I did experience that some, but then also my, I had a little bit stricter rules when it came to like dating and boys because Mm. my mom wanted to be, my mom had extremely strict rules from her mother and she didn't want to do that to my sister, but that turned out to be a disastrous way to go about things. Things went a little wild. And so then for me, it was like, who are you leaving with? Be back by seven. No, you can't go out and do that. Like I couldn't go, I like could go do things. Like I couldn't. Go, I could see my friend across the street, and I could go with my brother somewhere. But that was like pretty much it, Um, for a while. Until I literally had to be like, "What is the deal? Like, what is this? Like, I, what's happening? This is crazy." Um, I remember having that conversation with her, like, "Um, so this is crazy. Can we explain this to me? Can you just?" It was not as uh, calm. It was a screaming. I'll never forget dining room (laughs) table, dining room screaming, like, "What are you doing?" oh god hormones but um but yeah oh that's so interesting we had such we had such different such different moms okay so all I right. go on to my next yes. one yes all right so this dynamic this is not a dynamic I experienced but I adore it because I love a quick turn of phrase and I love and I this is truly what I imagine my mother's experience was okay. um very much so. I think this was very accurate. Um, I mean, obviously, this is a television show, so it's um, exaggerated, but it is uh, Lucille Bluth and Lindsay Ooh. Bluth okay. from Arrested Development. Wow. Um, yeah. My. So this is what I. 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 It's hilarious. It's. It's hilarious, but it's very cruel banter back and forth but they both give it to each other back and forth which is appreciated Um, and Lucille Bluth is just her character is iconic and awful um, but iconic and she's played by Jessica Walter and then uh, Portia de Rossi Mm -hmm. is uh, Lindsay and again here we are we're seeing another sort of um, trio of like the matriarch we're seeing grandmother Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mom, and then the youngest daughter or granddaughter, which is played by um Aliyah Shocket. Should I say her last name? Shocket? Shocket. shock Yeah. Um, who plays Maybe. And you see the dynamic again. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember like maybe's like, what's wrong with Gaga? She's fine. Call me Maybe. Gaga, she's fine, blah, 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 blah. And then she has that realization of like, oh wait. Now I kind of understand why my mother is the way that she is. She has a realization with uh, Lucille's character. And I remember having those realizations with my mom's parents. Like Uh. seeing those little cracks come out. Where I was like, oh, got it. That's why my mom is the way that she is. Got it. So because like my Nana used to tell her things like, oh, it's a good thing you're pretty. Or like um, so it was some some kind of thing. My mom played field hockey and it was something like like along the lines of like with those thighs or something like Ooh. that. Because it was like skirts and things. So it was a lot of that kind of um, it was a very confusing. imagine it was a very confusing dynamic. Um, again, my Nana was the type, like, ultra conservative, had her yeah. own issues. Um, and then I think also the de- the element of her um, her she immigrated uh-huh. and so this idea of like wanting better for your child uh-huh. but not quite having the tools to express that in a healthy kind way yeah because um, she wanted to be she's sort of like a she what I always heard she was like a um, like a stifled or a sp- like cla- Well, classic classic 50s housewife, housewife where like the role was this is what you do if you have other dreams too bad so sad sorry about mm-hmm. it um unless you're lucille ball and um <laughs> but like she apparently had an incredible voice she studied dance she was an, she loved to do theater but it was like well you're gonna be a mom and a housewife right right and have all fun. that do community plays. To go away yeah. yeah yeah basically um so i think she tried to inspire my mother but um did not do that in a very healthy nor positive way um which I honestly I see that in Lucille it's it's a comedy and it's it's Uh crazy Uh um and it's very dark but it I see it when she's it's very cruel like what did she say to Lindsay she was like oh she was like you want your belt to buckle not your chair and so, like she's like critiquing her daughter, do- but it's also this like reflection of her kind of dynamic. Right. So right. that dynamic—that's like a dynamic duo that I feel like is could be just a oh, it's just it's just a classic, classic like study in cruelty and what happens with like <laughs> how it's passed down. Yeah, because then Lindsay is not like that with maybe at all, but she's too. She could serve to have a few more rules. Right, the pendulum in place. swung too far. Exactly. And that's exactly what my mom did.
1: Yeah. And what's funny is I I had not ever realized this until just now. I have no idea what the relationship between my mom and my Mm. grandmother was. Um, Because my mom never, never said anything really negative about my grandmother, about the way she was raised. I know my grandmother was
0: really strict, especially with the girls. Wasn't your mom... Didn't your mom have a lot of siblings?
1: Yeah. My mom was one of... Hold on, I have to count. My mom was one of seven.
0: Okay, so maybe that's also why, because yeah, at time, but it was, was also so a different
1: divided. time, and yeah.
0: she wanted what was best for them. Also, mm-hmm.
1: um, my grandmother came from not a wealthy family, but a family that was—they were sort of like working middle class like yeah they own property owners and they her father like had uh, a ranch and they weren't rich but they were like okay and yeah. my grandfather was someone who family legend goes worked on the farm took a liking to my grandmother and talked her into running away with him oh so when scared. she did that her family cut her off oh <gasps>
0: Oh, so th- as they would back then.
1: They were poor,
0: like, yeah,
1: poor and just kept on having kids. Yeah. And so she did get some help from her family, like in the form of food sometimes mm-hmm. and things every once in a while. But for the, like my mom says, that's why, uh, my mom used to say rather, that was why a lot of her, she and her siblings had really bad teeth because my uh, grandmother just didn't have any food to eat. Um, yeah she made herbal teas for herself all day and like just sipped tea all day long, but oh. didn't have a lot of food. Yeah. And it wasn't until my mom's oldest sister who was like the family beauty, um, like mm. movie star, pretty
0: mm-hmm.
1: married a wealthy family that they started to have more things. Cause she was able to help her family. Uh, okay. Um, but they grew up extremely poor so yeah. I think that my grandmother was trying to protect her daughters from making the same mistake. Like, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. fall into lust with some boy and run off and like completely f yourself, you know, in yeah. the future. So she was very conservative, with very, very strict, very conservative, and with like you would mention with uh, in the Gilmore Girls, the relationship between grandmother and daughter, and with yeah, you know, rest of Development relationship between grandmother and granddaughter very different yeah my grandmother was really permissive with me like didn't let me do anything I wanted but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: thought it was funny and thought it was thought I yeah. was cute and thought I was funny and I was like I was like one of the favorites I'm not gonna lie yeah um <laughs> and she liked having me around and she wanted me to like her so yeah. you know she let me goof around she didn't make me clean up after myself didn't make me do chores and when my mom would try to scold me, she scolded my mom and said, mm-hmm. "Don't you ever raise your voice in front in, to her in front of me, and don't you ever raise a hand to her in front of me. You whatever you do in your house, it's your own business. But when you're in mm-hmm. my house and in front of me, you don't raise your voice and you don't lift a hand to her."
0: Yeah.
1: And I was that meme of that bulldog, like. I mm. <laughs> oh, no, it's like a pit bull, like wrapped, like ne- up next to its mom's, like you know, like, it's humans, like legs, like. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because I had permission. Like I had the golden ticket to be lazy and a brat. And my mom couldn't, you can't do anything about it because your mom said you couldn't yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But other than that, I I never heard what my grandmother was like with my mom. And I think that it was just out of respect that my mom, if there was anything that she didn't like, never yeah. said it like never voiced not mm. not to me maybe something maybe with her sisters that was a conversation yeah. they had but never with me yeah um so i don't really know what my grandmother was like other than either just strict mm-hmm. as a mom like you had to follow the rules yeah um otherwise like, she was just like she was real sweet and made a really yeah. terrible <laughs> soft boiled egg but i ate it anyway because oh. <laughs> she loved me <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know what my mom's like teenage experience was like, I imagine it wasn't very typical because they, they had to go to work. Like school was a luxury that my grandmother let my mom and her younger brother have
0: Mm, longer
1: than the other kids. Yeah. Um, because they had moved not quite to the U S but they had moved like to Baja, California. Uh-huh. And she let them enroll in an English academy, like to learn English.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Okay.
1: Um, and that was like something that my grandfather apparently really got under his skin because it cost money, right. and it meant they couldn't work. Like, like so you're n- you're letting them not work and you're letting them like, go off and study this bullshit, and it's yeah. gonna cost us money. And my grandmother was like, "Mm-hmm,
0: yep, yep, sure is.
1: You're moving <laughs> us to the U.S. Someone in this family got to speak English. Yeah. So,
0: um, Just thinking ahead.
1: Yeah. So, I mean. Couldn't have been all bad, I guess. She was yeah. just real strict, which explains a lot about this kind of stuff. My mom was strict about with me, mm-hmm. curfew, curfew, yeah, curfew almost came to blows. Yeah, like I remember my mom shoved me one day out Ooh. of anger because we were going back and forth with each other, and I have a real, I have a real smart mouth, mm-hmm. and when I get really angry, very hard for me to filter, and I mm. whatever I can't remember exactly what I said, but whatever I said. I saw her face change, and she, my dad had to come between us, and my parents, like, did not spank me, did not, my mom, like, whacked me a couple times when I was really little, but, like, no spankings, or, like, my parents got beatings, Yeah, nothing like that, like, my mom, like, smacked me on the butt one time, or, like, smacked me on the leg once, or something like that, but, yeah, my, I remember my dad having to pull my mom away from me, (sighs) So whatever I said was just so mean, like, and I, I don't even remember what I said, which kind of yeah. makes me more of a monster. Oh. Um, but that,
0: like, that was an extreme. That was like,
1: ooh, hormones.
0: Yeah. Or hormones have, are for real. The one time my mom, my parents were the same. Like, my mom got, like, beat. My mom mm-hmm. got beat with, like, like, we're talking same. Like, probably same kind Old of thing. Old like, corporal punishment. Joan Crawford, like, yeah. wire hangers, brushes my poppy literally slugged my mom at the kitchen, the kitchen, uh, the dining room table one time. Cause my mom was all the, my mom was always the one calling shit out. Yeah. And they didn't like that. You gotta yeah. keep it on the reps. Um, so I was never except for, I do remember like, I think I got spanked like one time and then another time, I don't even remember exactly what we were fighting about, but it was the last and only time I think to her face i called her a b word Ooh. and i got slapped and i was like ah, fair kind of deserve that Fair, fair. tough. <laughs> Not but, gonna fair. Lie. but that was the only time and that was like a similar thing like, i don't even remember what we were fighting about yeah and then i was just i had lost it it was the hormones and i was just like Woop. um but yeah that was the uh what an only time i did that Channel i face. never
1: called my mom a b to her face to her face Like, I thought, like, oh, gosh, she's so mean. But, like, I never, oh, no, not in this family. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I always saw, like, well, just the other day at work, I I didn't tell you, but there was, like, a a minor who came in with her mom. Yeah. And the way this kid talked to the mom was, like, Mm. I wouldn't talk to a coworker or a friend in this tone or that way. And when she came out, I was like, did you want to wait for your mom to check out? No, I can check myself out. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's going to be this much money. She handed me her, her own bank card.
0: Oh, my God. It wasn't a
1: credit card. It was like a you know, debit card. Yeah. But I was just yeah. like, all right. Yeah. Not a bad tipper. Maybe yeah. you'll be okay. <laughs> Not a bad
0: tipper. Because well, kids don't Oof.
1: know. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. One. And it was
1: just like, like oh, appropriate. Yeah.
0: Nice. yeah. Pleasure yeah. doing business what? with you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my that's my second. One. Okay,
1: this next one is still one I relate to, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Rachel and Charlotte Flax, as portrayed by Cher and Winona Ryder in *Mermaids*. Oh my God, one okay. of my faves, because it's still Maybe. the same sort of theme of glam mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My mom was not like Rachel Flax in that she was dating men or anything or trying to um, be a vixen, but it was a very glamorous, very um, put together and noticed by the fellas
0: kind of admired. Yeah. Admired mom.
1: Yeah. And a sort of, this is still your awkward phase daughter. Yeah. But what really, (laughs) I really relate to is how silly Rachel thinks Charlotte is Mm -hmm. and doesn't coddle her about it when she sees. Okay. So Winona Ryder plays Charlotte. Cher is her mom, Mm -hmm. Rachel. Cher sees Winona Ryder kneeling and praying because she's obsessed with Catholic saints. And so she's Mm -hmm. kneeling and praying, like hands clasped together, clasped together and like praying. And she walks by and she goes, Charlotte, we're Jewish. Yeah. And just keeps, wa- and like, rolls her eyes and keeps walking. And that was very much my mom. <laughs> now, we grew up Catholic. I was not obsessed with another religion. But anytime I had some sort of, a, any sort of, like, teenage idea, that, like, teenage fervor that you have, because mm-hmm. you think you're the first one that discovered everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, like, I went bonkers for Dorothy Parker
0: as okay. a youth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I
1: thought, mm-hmm. how does no one know this genius? Well, many people yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know, you're 16, and you thought you discovered her you because think you, you discovered you know, it. Yeah, yeah. And so I would just be going on and on and on about something, and she would just be like, "No one cares. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Your dad doesn't care. No one cares. Uh. You found an, you found a writer you loved. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. Yeah." And I would just be like, oh, she cares nothing about my passion. <laughs> like, she just, she did not indulge me in that yeah. way. She indulged me in many other ways. Don't yeah. fret. But in that kind of particular thing, she was just like, girl,
0: get a grip. Yeah. I think I'm the little sister in that movie. <gasps> Played by Legit. Christina Ricci. I think that was Christina Ricci's It was debut Christina Ricci. Uh, yeah, debut. I am her. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know. Have le- less pressure, just kind of on the flow swimming. Yeah. Oh no. You know, do I was a full
1: Charlotte Flax, but just an only child. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, obsessed with how tortured I was and how deep I was when, in re- like I was like, "You're just 14. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You just fourteen, girl. Oh,
0: oh my do, god, that's good. That is
1: one of my favorite scenes of all cinematic history time. Past, present, future, always, and forever. Christina Ricci wandering into the kitchen with a pumpkin, a jack-o'-lantern over her head. And she says, and she's like, because it's too heavy. And she falls. And then she, like, looks up and goes, Rachel, fly. Yeah. And then the head comes
0: back down because it's too heavy. See, that was (sighs) me annoying the fuck out of my sister at all times.
1: I would have loved, loved it. I used to do that voice for my mom all the time. I used to call my mom <laughs> Rachel Flax just so I could say it in that voice. And she thought it was hilarious. So that was something oh, that's that good. she knew, like, she yeah. knew, you know, she knew that I was just like, she, you know, she just yeah. likes that voice. Let her do yeah. it. Let her do it. <laughs> Let the kid have something. <laughs>
0: all right. Who oh we got my next? God. Who we got next? Okay. Okay. So I feel like we can both appreciate this duo. It's another, tri- it's another trilogy. Oh, um, but it's Safi Monsoon, <gasps> Adina Monsoon.
1: That's the next one, and Grand. The next one's on my list. <gasps> oh my god, <gasps> I don't we can spoil have a two. It. I don't want to We can it. have a fur
0: together. Oh two. So, fur. Um, this is from Absolutely Fabulous, which I have recently started <gasps> rewatching. I've it's seen the, all the episodes. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I uh, yeah. no,
1: it might not be. On, no, it's Strangers with Candy is on Comedy Central.
0: Oh, so okay. okay. Not on, ma- sure not on this guys. list. Not really
1: about mother daughters. So good.
0: But so good. Um, God, God, I love it, Amy Sedaris. Um, love her so much. But yes, Safi Monsoon and Adina. And so this is, I think I can relate slightly because it's the very, I mean, not as an extreme as Ed, but um, the weird mom, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. weird kind of like, what's going on? What's Want happening? Cool? My mom was way more strict than this was not about me gallivanting around and doing drugs and having sex with anyone. Um, But like she was kind of quirky and she did always typically have um, very kind of wild hippie blonde best friends. Um, I'm realizing. (laughs) Miss Tony, what's up girl? Um, Where you go? Um, Not like a patsy, but um, that dynamic again with Gran because Gran Uh and Safi are think like thieves. a little two peas in a pod. Yep. Um, and then, isn't the grand also a kleptomaniac? I think she is. is
1: she only for Adina. Only for only Adina? at Adina's place because she yeah. wants Adina's stuff to put in the charity shop that she volunteers at.
0: Yes. Live, love, love. <laughs> and um, so like Adina is always kind of like the odd man out in the dynamic, which is interesting. She wants so, she has such FOMO. She, Adina yeah.
1: Monsoon is like the OG FOMO queen. Yes. Yeah. She wants so much to be liked by Safi and mm-hmm. for her and Safi to have that Lorelai-Rory relationship. Mm-hmm. And it kills her that Safi and her mom have that relationship when she yes. neither had that with her mom nor will it looks like ever have it with Safi. Yes.
0: Yeah. I can relate super hard also to the to uh adina um adoring safi's brother Mm -hmm. (laughs) my pride and joy um because that was how yes surge um that was basically what it was like my mother i think my mother once told my brother that he was her favorite (laughs) um and it's true she adored that boy since the day he popped out of that womb um and he's great i mean he's a goddamn treasure who could not adore him but um bold that's a bold That's a bold move yeah so i did experience that where it was like um oh you're home where's jackson (laughs) like okay Ooh, second place second place Cool, cool, cool. Feeling good, feeling good. Yeah. Um. So yes, I, I could definitely relate to that. Uh. Although my mother was way nerdier. Well, no, I don't, My mom was this weird dynamic, and she's always always been this way. Where she was like, she's been. She's got these two parts. She's got hippie, wild, drinking mead, peeing in the middle of the street, and then she's got the buttoned up, like academia focused, like right, right lady who's like well don't do that That's don't say crap like I remember we couldn't say crap she's like oh it's so vulgar don't say crap I was like girl, girl. didn't I just see you pee on street but I wasn't <laughs> I crappy that's true I didn't say Catherine ca- I wasn't <laughs> crappy oh my god seriously the only person in this universe that still calls me Catherine. Catherine yeah she always refers to me oh my daughter Catherine when she's talking about me to other people and I'm like when was the last time you called me Catherine to my face when I wasn't in trouble <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> um
1: I as well. I also had Adina and Safi uh on my list. That is an absurdist. Yes. Extreme. Yes. But again, I do relate to Saffron ah. a little bit because I often had to be the wet blanket. Yeah. Um not that my mom was out of control or anything like Adina, but I was the personality wise. I was the more conservative of the two of us. Like Mm -hmm. she was much more outgoing. I mean, socially I'm so far to the left of where my mother ever was, but personality wise, I was quieter, shyer, didn't like, you know, doing like a sweeping entrance into every room the way my mom Mm -hmm. could and did. Not always even when, because she wanted to, it's just, that's just how she was. Yeah. Um, she was loud and proud. And I often had to be the one that was like, let's like, let's maybe like bring this down to a four, not an yeah. eight where we are now. Yeah. Like, Let's maybe bring this <laughs> down to here. Um, so I would see a little bit of the Safi in me, but it's also just an amazing show that Ugh. is so smart. And so good on the surface and a lot of the laughs Come from the Patsy and Adina relationship, Uh the two friends that are, you know, drunks and out of control and crazy. Yeah. But that show at its heart is really about Eddie and Safi's relationship. Yeah. It's like that is like the cake of the show. And Patsy and Adina are like the frosting and the decoration outside.
0: Beautiful, delicious frosting. But
1: that show, and uh, it's Jennifer Saunders and Don French created the show and they were a comedy duo that used to perform as Saunders and French and they played the two roles in the beginning like as a sketch and then eventually yeah. it became a series and it's glorious and wonderful and hilarious and if you love British comedy you probably already know it but in yes. case you don't it's on Hulu it's available streaming online there's I think eight or nine seasons and the seasons are short because it's a UK mm-hmm. show
0: so the seasons I think yeah. they're about five or six episodes it's incredible we even got 8 or 9 seasons. Yeah. Usually they like cap it off at a 3. Yes. And we're done. But they um, kept
1: com- it kept coming back and then there are mm-hmm. different specials and there's an ep- the um Morocco episode. The episode. Just, oh god. Just watched it. I just, just watched that one too. So good. So good. Um yeah. death <laughs> sell, is a great one. Sassy. Death is season 2, I think, really <gasps> early. It's oh. when Adina's father passes away.
0: One of the greatest. That one, god. And she's trying to I'm sad, squish, squish, I'm sad, squish, squish 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 um, squish <laughs> oh god
1: I, how do, okay when the the fire the kitchen fire episode which you had mentioned too um oh my god there's just so oh. many if you're a spice girls fan uh emma Bunton yes. makes a couple of cameos um oh god that poor sad friend titicaca no oh. <laughs> Naomi Campbell has made uh, oh my god, you're right cameos. There's a whole thing with Lulu, who's a, a British singer that was really not popular here. Mm-hmm. I don't technically don't know how popular she is in the UK either. <laughs> but it was one of those like older generation, probably on every light, every night, like a late night talk show ever mm-hmm. type of person. Oh, yeah. the show is so good! Please just please 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 go watch it watch if you've it. never seen it. It's, yeah
0: absolutely delicious. It's and absolutely So many fabulous. quotable. Yeah. It's absolutely oh fabulous. I'm sure you've probably seen the um, like luggage belt like gif or scene of those two trying to navigate that airport. Um, and they do end up selling saffron in Morocco. They sell her away. They traded her. Away. And I think, isn't it something within the show where Patsy had actually tried to get Adina to put Safi up for adoption, like when she first had her.
1: Yes, they left her t- when she was a toddler. They left her yeah. uh, like tied at like an intersection. My God. And then because Adina says, like, you just, uh, oh, you always <laughs> found your way home, just like a little homing oh. pigeon. Yeah, you always found your way home.
0: So good. Oh, it's so oh, good! oh My God! Oh, yay! I love that we lined up. I love yes. that we had a twofer. Okay. Okay. So my
1: next one um, is. Technically from a movie, but they are real life people. Oh my god. Big Edie and Little Edie from Grey Gardens. Ooh. Yes. Complicated. Ooh. Um, and this is the kind of mother-daughter like <laughs> darkness that I love. Mm-hmm. Where they're so bad for each other, but they yeah. are completely and utterly dependent on each other. Yeah.
0: It is. Yeah, I'm sure that they showed this documentary. It's on like, HBO lessons now. Lessons in yeah. Codependency. Yeah. It's on HBO um, now.
1: And Bill Hader and uh, Fred Armisen <laughs> parodied it in their Documentary Now series.
0: All I can see is Bill. <sighs> forever, whenever you mention Greg, I, I just, that Bill Hader. Yeah, because it's such a good little Edie. It's so good. Rivaled only by your own. Oh, I do have a video that I I shall we'll bust that out at some point. We're gonna watch Grey Gardens yeah. and do a review, a recap yeah. on it for you. Um, maybe around one of those I don't know one yeah, of those yeah later, later maybe America later a little later in the year. But it is yeah. also
1: one of those movies. Okay, so super fast, it's a documentary that was done in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: mother and daughter, they were from a well-to-do family that is no longer well-to-do. Uh, cousins of Jackie Onassis. Onassis. Um, Onassis. Um, and they live on the family estate in the Hamptons, right? hmm But yeah. uh, it's dilapidated. Like, only a few rooms of the house are inhabitable. There's so many and, cats. Which um, I love. Like, wild so animals. Someone feeding raccoons. Gloves of bread to raccoons. <laughs> um, and they're both... <laughs> They both (gasps) seem mentally not well. No, they're not in a good place. Not in a good place. I don't think ever were 100%, Mm -mm. and Mm -mm. their living situation does not help things. They're so dependent on each other. They drive each other crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's, again, one of those things that when you find someone who is also a fan, like you start quoting lines from it.
0: Staunch. Yeah, that's all you have to say. It's, and then one of my favorites is, (laughs) okay, on a weird side note, we used to, Jackson, my brother, bottom bro, um, used to jokingly, um, before things got a little too dark, no, um, used to jokingly, called by mom and I, Big Edie and Little Edie. And then oh. now we've since realized that it's actually my my sister and my mom and Big Edie and Little Edie. Um, but we used to quote, this was from the the HBO miniseries, like yes. come home, Edie. Edie, come home. We used to jokingly say that to each other. But the one that I always, it's like mother wanted me to come out in a kimono. We had a terrible fight. I, that is like my favorite. <laughs> Your my little favorite. Edie is so good. <laughs> So good. <sighs> that's such a weird accent. That like New England, still kind of clinging on to that old world. A little kind of
1: transatlantic, yeah.
0: East Coast moneyed,
1: yeah.
0: Old, on, old world, yeah. Oh, it's so tea for two rendition. Oh, that's when I think of Fred Armisen. Yeah, oh, in the God. bed with the cats with the and ca- the sunbonnet. Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch it. To watch um,
1: Doctor boyfriend agreed to watch it with me if we can have cocktails, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna need a few. You're gonna it's before gonna, it's you a can whole, just watch it. It's a thing. Yeah, I it's, don't know how yeah. enjoyable it'll be to someone who's just now later in life getting into it, who's also yeah. you know a straight man. Um, but he'll like it if Fred Armisen and Bill Hader saw the potential there,
0: he'll like it. It's sweet. You'll like it. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Again. I haven't seen it. Oh god. Oh. It's so it is like a wild it's one of those like fingers on the forehead pulled back. Like what? can't like what is what is happening? It's is, it is. is it's a very like
1: in the beginning it's very like, wait, what?
0: Yeah. And it it's turns hard into to like believe. a uh, oh. No. Okay, wait. What? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're hoping it's a Blair Witch kind of thing where it's actually just a really good pretend documentary. And then when you're digesting, like, no, these, this is really real people. This really happened. And Drew Barrymore. So they did a mini series. Oh, God. That's right. Her little Edie is so good. And um, Jessica Lang, her name? right? Jessica, Jessica Lang. There, it's incredible. The, that her scene where she comes out as a staunch character like is so good. Like the accent is spot on the manure. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Okay, do the line mm.
1: about Kate had a terrible fight. Go, on,
0: oh. on, one more time. One more time. Come on, come on. <laughs> Mother wanted me to come out in a kimono. We had a terrible fight. <laughs> so good. <sighs> Oh God. Okay. okay. Who's your next? All right. So my next one is going to be um Will and Grace. So oh. Grace and Bobby.
1: Told you so. so told that's, you so. Told you
0: so. Told you so. I literally wrote that down. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Um I can relate to this. My mother wasn't quite as wild, but she was just as opinionated mm-hmm. and um didn't listen. Yeah. Like had no concept of a boundary and you would try to put a boundary in place and also everyone else like adoring her and not Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. why it was inappropriate behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 100%. So it's uh, Debbie Reynolds and then Deborah Messing plays Grace and then her mother is Debbie Reynolds. And she does this little like Hand gesture, like hand jive, like it's kind like, of like jazz hands, but yeah, the hands stay still and they just move left to right in unison. Yeah, I told you so, I told you so, I told you so. And that concept of like just kind of steamrolling over what Grace actually wants and right sort of running amok and not listening and 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 like that weird push and pull of like the guilt trip, mm-hmm. like, um, and That like facade of being there, but really they have their own agenda Mm -hmm. and their own Mm -hmm. kind of goals. And it's sort of, um, they're trying the best they can to be there and listen, sort of, to their child, but they're just falling short. I can relate to that (laughs) so well.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. And then you have the added benefit of Debbie Reynolds and, um, Carrie Fisher.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Real
1: life mom and daughter. Who, IRL. Yeah. A whole, yeah. Postcards from the edge. Anyone? Mm hmm. Yeah. Nice though that later in life fences seem to have been mended. Understandings yeah. come to, but yeah. Yeah. A long road yeah. to that.
0: Yeah, man. Parents, parents and kids. Ooh. It's hard. Moms and moms and daughters hard. Um.
1: <sighs> so my next one is not one I relate to. I would like to repeat. Not okay. one I relate to, just one I enjoy for camp. It's Joan and Christina Crawford, <laughs> but specifically from the movie Mommy Dearest. Yes. yes. I want the turnt up Yeah, uh, Faye Dunaway. Do not remember who played her daughter because
0: it doesn't matter. Faye Dunaway oh, steals that show anyway. Yeah, I can't remember who that is. I can um, see the face, but yeah. I can't remember the actress. Um, I probably never knew the actress's name, to be honest with you. Yes. My
1: cousin and I used to phone each other because this was before (laughs) texting Mm -hmm. was a thing. And we used to just start the conversation with lines from Mommy Dears. Like, why did you adopt me? (laughs) Yeah. It's so camp. It's so. Oh, it's so over the top. Like, Faye Dunaway, choose the scenery. Mm Mm-hmm. In every scene she's in, whether she has lines or not, and she'll always have lines. Um, I, I. We don't know if that's an accurate portrayal of Christina Crawford's childhood because it was based on a book she wrote after she was disowned and left out of the will, and yeah, you know, wanted to sell some books. And Joan Crawford had died and could not defend herself, um, but for. The taking the real life, like, you know, sort of people out of it. It was just the way Faye Dunaway portrayed it uh, in the movie Mommy Dearest. That is chef's kiss. Chef's kiss,
0: problematic mother-daughter relationship. Okay, something else that we need to watch because it's Feud. I don't know (gasps) if you ever watched it. I did. It's Betty and Joan. We need to rewatch that. Susan Sarandon plays Betty Davis. And Joan Crawford is um, Jessica Lange again. Yeah. Ugh. And it is... Oh, it's so good. You're never gonna get out of that chair, Blanche. <laughs> a feud, and then we should watch uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Oh, yes. Do a back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. Oh, I love... Um, that's all Baby I think Baby. about when I think of Joan Crawford now. Is I think oh, of... yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll always think of... Um... No wire hangers. But yeah. m- even better than the no wire hangers is at the end of the scene where the little girl is covered in Bonami uh, powder cleanser, like Ajax.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And she's in the kitchen, or she's in the bathroom, and Joan has, like, made this enormous, insane mess and tells her to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And she just looks around and goes, Jesus Christ. And she's <laughs> supposed to be, like, six years old, and it's so, yeah. like... She's like six going on 37. It's great. Oh, God. I shouldn't laugh at children's pain, but we don't know if it's real, so it's fine. It's fine.
0: It's allowed. Um, Okay. So my next one will take a little bit of a different turn. It's (gasps) going to be. um, What's that? I said mine too. My (gasps) last. My next
1: one's going to be my last one. My
0: next one's my last one. (gasps) Me too. Oh, my God. Um, So I have Dorothy Spornak (gasps) and Sophia Petrillo.
1: I cannot believe I left that off my list.
0: That. <laughs> Iconic duo. Is
1: amazing. Picture it. Picture it. Los Angeles. 1980, like five 6. I can't yeah. remember when the Golden Girls was <laughs> on. But I watched. I watched. I loved. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, it's just, I don't, I don't, well, I kind of relate to it a little bit of just like sort of the bickering back and forth. Yeah. And, um, I just, to me, the Golden Girls is always forever, like, it's 11 o'clock, I can't believe, like, how late my grandparents are staying up, <laughs> I think that they're so cool, at least my grandmother, but I think my grandfather had already, either was asleep in the recliner, but she was up, and we were watching the Golden Girls together, I that is, like, forever, just, like, sealed in my brain, um, so that's forever combined with her, but... I just, and I didn't appreciate the jokes, obviously, back when I was watching it because I wasn't old enough to yet, but I did enjoy, like, I enjoyed the show, I remember the music, Um, but now just like, oh, the digs, the quips, the quick, Um, it's so good, I, it's just, I love. My favorite line
1: from that show was from Dorothy Spornack, it was condoms, Rose, condoms, condoms, condoms.
0: condoms, condoms." (laughs)
1: I don't even remember exactly the context of the line.
0: Oh, because they're in the they're in the uh, the drugstore, and they're trying to get them, and they're all trying to be really like. Um They're trying to be really discreet about it and like whatever. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) Dorothy just turns around. She's like, condoms, Rose, condoms, condoms, condoms. It's so great. And then they run out of there, I think. Oh, I love. Yeah.
1: I I loved Dorothy always threatening Sophia with Shady Pines. (laughs) Shady Pines, mom. The the bad (laughs) retirement home. The nursing home. (laughs) Oh, and I think Estelle Getty was actually the youngest of all of them. Yep. She just, I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was Hair really good. Magic. Yeah. I was going to say that was going to be my next thing. It's like she actually wasn't um, the oldest of. It not. Of, of them all. But yeah. Um, I love, yeah. I love that one. That's a good one. My last one.
1: I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. You didn't bring up one of these kids. The mom.
0: <gasps> Linda and Louise Belcher. Oh yeah. I was, th- I, trust me. I thought about it. I thought about Linda has a, gems.
1: a very different relationship with all three kids. Mm-hmm. But I really love the Linda and Louise because of how uncool Louise <laughs> thinks Linda is and has no problem excluding her. I know. And she wants Linda to know that she's being excluded.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's so mean. I'm so sorry. It's so mean. I love Linda as a mom is so goals to me if I were ever to be a mom because she has <laughs> three unbelievably weird kids and she loves her weird little family the best she can. She's not, she's pretty unflappable for the most part, aside from a few moments. Um, that's a great one. I love their little bonding moments though. Like when they do laser tag. I just watched that episode. That was why it's still, their relationship is fresh in my
1: mind because, you know, Louise tells her like, do you think like this is because I don't like you? Yeah. Like I love you, but like you're not cool. Yeah. Basically. Like you're my mom and I love you, but like I don't want to hang with you cuz you're
0: kind of a drag. But she's actually kind of amazing. Oh, she like there's one episode where um Cause, like Tina and Linda have a completely different relationship yes. and Linda and and Jean where well, that was my my mother and yeah. my brother. Yeah. 1000%. Um I love when Louise is like, "So dad, what are you going to wear at a Mom and Jean's wedding?" <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Maybe just this. Um, I love and I can relate to their dynamic. I know this is a mom podcast, but um, but Bob and Louise, that was me and my dad. One thousand percent. Yeah. Like my dad and I were just like that. And I didn't really get my mom for like a really long time. Yeah. Um, But I love like there's a moment when Tina's feeling really insecure. She's the oldest of the three. And um, Linda's like, there she is. Super tea, flying through the air, finding the socks, finding the things, and like all these like basic things, and it's so sweet. You're like Matina Tina. I had a friend named Kina. or I have a friend named Kina. and he's going kina. Keena. He says that's your other that time because <laughs> it's so ah uh, Matina Tina. It's so good. Oh,
1: I love it. Uh, she just went to work at what's supposed to be the Trader Joe's of their oh, universe. God. Yeah, that really reminded me of my mom because my mom oh. like my mom always worked, but when her work that was in my the hometown i we, we lived in i grew up in closed she then went to work at an office in thousand oaks which is like that i worked there and that's how i met my current uh-huh. boss and all this yeah. dominoes that, you know all this the butterfly wings that flapped in that at that right moment um she went to out of town strange place completely different field in a completely different kind of position mm-hmm. and My dad was, like, not stoked about it
0: for a weird reason. And I think it was just it was so
1: far. He didn't want to tell her, like, that I don't want you to go that far. But he he couldn't say that. And so, yeah. Yeah. But it ended up working out in my mom's case. She did not quit uh, while her boss was kite surfing. Yes. uh, Or flying (laughs) kites or whatever he was doing. Um, She did stick it out. It turned out well for all of us, for
0: all of us involved. Well. I think that's gonna wrap it up. It's the
1: end of our list.
0: What do you, what what do you mothers want from us? What else do you want, y'all? That's all we got. That's all we got. You are kind of dumb. <laughs> <We're kinda> dumb. <laughs> it's me. I'm bouncing in my chair. I wish you could see it. And my, <laughs> yes, you could see it.
1: Much like um, dads IRL, the dads <laughs> of this podcast will probably get shafted, and we'll probably not do a dad version of this. I'm so sorry. Sorry. So sorry, dads. It's just not as much fun. <laughs> <laughs> there are some father daughter, like I think uh, Bob's Burgers is a yeah. major father daughter treasure a father-daughter trove. Moments. Um, yes. But otherwise, like, there's not that many. And <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. as complicated and, and like, dark oh. as the relationships between mothers and daughters can get, like, that's my wheelhouse, that's yeah. the lane I live in.
0: Yeah, mostly, yeah, because like the tension isn't quite there. Yeah, the father daughter relationships are usually kind of like. Kind of nice, kind of sweet, kind of close. <laughs> kind of like they're huh. like, oh, okay. You don't say. I can relate to that. Wow, my dad was like way cooler to me than my mom. Was. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, way it's more your dad, like, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, let's go do the thing. um I think the weirdest thing, one of the weirdest things my dad ever said to me was he told me when I got my period that it had to happen sometime. I was like, well, guess it had to happen sometime, thought. kid. And I was like, I don't want you to know about the thing. Because then I was like pissed at him but oh, really pissed at yeah. my mom like yeah. why What'd did you tell, you him? tell him i you remember my mom
1: telling my dad that i had a training bra and then my dad used to have this blue suit. So it's still in the closet somewhere it's a blue suitcase filled with stuff from like when i was a baby like oh, uh-huh. baby teeth haircut like all that real gross stuff like birth certificate all that crap and he joked and said, well, he had, to, he had to add the bag that the bra came in to the, my suitcase. And I was just like,
0: what You I promised mean? you wouldn't <laughs> tell. Yeah. I can relate to that. Oh,
1: why'd well, you have to tell him about my boobs? My, why'd you have to tell him about my boobs?
0: I know. I was like, you don't need to know that. I know that. Also, like, why are you apologizing? And also, like, I was probably PMSing so hard. Like, get dead. Ew, gross. Get away from me. Don't touch me. Don't get me. away from me. Um... You oh God. Don't have a tingle dinker. I don't think my um, dad has
1: ever once acknowledged my period once, and that's fine. I, oh, that's he never great. needs to. He never it's that's almost nice. over. It's almost over. We're on yeah. the way out. We're serving yeah. that last wave out. We're fine. <laughs> we almost made it, kids.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hope you're well. Hope I hope you're good. You're well.
1: Hope you had a good Mother's Day. Uh, whether you celebrated or you celebrated the fact that you're not a mom. Yeah. Do it your way
0: live it live enjoy your, it live your life live, live your, your best life. Linda Belcher life live it to the fullest
1: pretend you're a mom just to get the discounts I don't know live your just life just say
0: thank you and people say happy Mother's Day and you're not a mom you're like okay thanks I guess I am not a mom or pull a full Abby from Broad City I am not a mom and like punch a cor- couple cutouts yeah punch a, yeah.
1: a, <laughs> a punch a FedEx Kinko's deliver or uh, employee cutout
0: <laughs> get super stoned Well, that actually sounds like a great Mother's Day Get super stoned and just live dream. your best
1: life. I'll always work on a Mother's Day.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Sunday, that Sunday <sighs> life. Dare to dream.
1: Dare to dream. All right. And speaking of oh. dreams, why don't you make our dreams come true? Mm. Rate, review, subscribe, mm. subscribe, mm. rate, review. I don't know. Whatever order you'd like Listen. to do. them. Um, whatever is easier for you. Um. That's what we would, that's what you would love.
0: Because we may not. We we are moms in a well went away because we did give birth to this podcast. So That's true. please, you owe it actually to us to do so. You never call. You never write. You never visit us
1: anymore. <laughs> but you could rate, review, and subscribe. And make it up to us. <laughs> and who? Which one of you lunatics downloaded a hundred episodes
0: the other day? <gasps> who are you? Review yourself. To
1: know seriously, my. Self-esteem could use the bump.
0: <laughs> and unlike my dad and my period, I actually need oh. to know this information. We I need to know.
1: would love to know who it was. Just know we know. And we, we see love it you. We well, see Actually, we all- don't. Wait, we don't know. That's why we're asking. Because we only see <laughs> a, a part of that information, but not the important part, which is who you are. Yeah. What are your likes? Where'd you go to school? School mascot favorite color? We don't know
0: any of that. Just reveal a little bit to us. Yeah. Just show a little show so a, little a little leg little, behind a curtain Little ankle. Little. <coughs> little little, little ankle. Little, little 16 and counting ankle, you know? I was just reading that whole saga. It's on the mind. Sorry. <laughs> little ankle. Okay. Well, with some advice, nobody shaves above the knee. Only strippers shave above the knee. Only the good ones anyway. Above, yeah. <laughs> it's from Linda Belcher. Yeah. From our bosoms uh, to yours. Ew. No. <laughs> Not from our bosoms. <laughs> from our childless wombs to yours. <laughs> I love that.
1: From our childless wombs to your childless, childful, what have you. I don't know. Live, yeah. live your life. Live um,
0: it. Live it,
1: laugh it, love Live it, it laugh it, love it. I was going to say that. <laughs> you stupid staunch oh
0: women. characters do it one more time one more time
1: kimono come, come on oh which one go out on part? that kimono
0: oh okay that's actually a pretty great ending on mother's day mm-hmm. mother wanted me to come out in a kimono we had a terrible fight <laughs> oh no <we're laughs> Okay, goodbye. So crazy people <gasps> Word to your mothers to tell me what you want from me I, I really And it's really just a... Um... Sorry, we might have to go back. Okay. Just, a,
1: just a line. Sorry. I, I was being so discreet.